solo episode. This is so exciting and also a little intimidating because I do a lot of monologues, but you know, they stay in my head. I'm not like sharing it with everyone. But still, I've had, you know, I've gone through a huge change in my life. Still am <laughs> moving from Zurich to LA, two very different cities, and also, you know, taking on a new job. So moving from being a global portfolio manager where I was developing the business model of our services to now being in sales and developing customer relationships and just having more skin in the game. And a lot of people are like, wow, you're so courageous for moving out here or moving out there, depending on who you talk to. <laughs> and they asked me, what have you learned so far? So I was like, well, let me reflect on that a bit more and share it with, um, with uh, an extended audience. So in this episode, I really talk about my experience of moving to the city, the culture, um, and then merging that with my experience of being in a new job. So being in sales and having more skin in the game. So I mainly talk about the kind of people that I've met, the impact that they've left on me, um, how having skin in the game and putting myself out there has made me feel more anxious and how I've been dealing with that or trying to deal with that by, you know, surrendering and trusting. And just so mainly, you know, talking about how to show up and put in the work, but with a more sustainable mindset. So that's what's, um, what the episode is going to be about. Um, please do drop a comment, leave a message if you enjoyed this so that I know to continue to make these. This is Helena, host from Where Boundaries to Solve, and this is my first solo episode. The other episodes are conversations with leaders and change agents that have had a strong impact in the companies that they work for or, or in society. So go check those out as well. And in the meantime, thank you so much. people who are willing to put themselves out there and try something new, try on a new skin. I met people that were trying to become professional basketball players, just like this one guy. He moved out here was to become a professional basketball player and then in the midst of that realized that he, that wasn't his calling. He pulled out, started designing clothes, and within a year created his own clothing brand and launched a new collection. And this is really such a typical story that I experience out here. It's this type of person that comes out here who's who's hungry to do something, who's hungry to, to experience life differently, to, to create something, to create something for themselves. Not even necessarily knowing what that is. I find that very impressive because if you've ever tried something new, something where you just had a hunch that this could be something for you, but you didn't necessarily have the skill or experience or did you ever dab in that sphere so you don't really have an, ex an existing network of people? This is super challenging. But I've heard of a lot of people just going out there, trying it, and, you know, have skin in the game. They just go out, try something new, learn to pivot, and learn how to not crack under pressure. And even the people that I work with in corporate have this go-getter mentality, and I love it. It really feels like an energetic match to me and I'm absorbing so much from being around this energy because I'm also in a position where I have more skin in the game than in previous jobs. For me, it comes down to be willing to allow yourself to try to fail and then to realize that every time you're failing, you're failing better and to celebrate that, to focus on progress. Because the world that I come from, growing up and living in Switzerland, this world is fairly homogenic and risk averse. 
universe. I feel like it's contain and maintain is really the mentality. I was exposed to a lot of people who work in corporate when I was back in Switzerland. You know, I didn't hear of many stories of people branching out and trying something new and putting themselves out there and then learning to pivot and adapt as they go. The mentality in Switzerland is more like, okay, Let's figure it all out, assess the risk, and then maybe we'll try it. But just if we're really, really sure. <laughs> so being out here is, is very inspiring and I'm absorbing a lot. People who put themselves out there and have skin in the game, have this go-getter mentality and, and it can do and we'll figure it out along the way as long as we just start type of mindset that underlies everything is something I love to be around. I'm really basking in this energy. And I'm not saying that Swiss people don't work hard. They really do. Swiss people work a lot. A lot of people in Switzerland identify with their jobs and what they do. And there's this tendency to overwork for sure. Swiss people aren't lazy, really, really not. <laughs> But I think, feel like the work is geared more towards quality and precision. There's a process, a guideline for everything. And here in LA, it's, it's more like anything is possible. Let's do something new. Let's try something. When you've got skin in the game, you have to learn how to make it happen. This is super thrilling to me, but also confronting. There's this other side of the coin when you put yourself out there, you're constantly up against yourself. You're asking yourself, well, will this work? What if things don't fall into place in time? I feel like to go after what you want and to discover who you are or to just feel the fabric of what you're made of, when you haven't entirely figured out what that is, comes with a lot of anxiety, right? It's super scary when you don't know if you're gonna make it or you don't really know, you know, will I be rejected indefinitely? Like, is this gonna work out? This next sale or gig that you're betting on may, may not come through. And so you're constantly thinking, okay, what's next? It's so easy when you have skin in the game to not allow yourself to relax into the now. You're always on to the next because there is just so much uncertainty. And then there's just no finish line either. So while I'm absorbing this, this, this go-getter, make things happen and let's create and build something new mentality, I'm also observing through my own job what it takes to, to stay level-headed and what, you know, what does it take to succeed out here? What sets people apart? Ironically, I feel like this is where the two worlds merge again because what seems to keep me level-headed and successful out here is not that much different actually than what worked for me at home. It's really this willingness to put in the work and repetition and to build a strong network of people that will help you work towards progress and success and collaboration. It's showing up, being consistent, putting in the work and learning to pivot when things don't work. And this is probably my key takeaway to plan for failure because I never did that in the past. I was always working towards, it's like, yes, okay, if work towards progress, but expecting perfection type of thing. And now it's like, no it's planning for failure that i have that space to focus on on progress and not expect perfection because in customer meetings for example i know okay i'm still learning and i don't have all of details figured out understanding and being very realistic with myself but also with my customer that this may take a few iterations until we get it right really being able to manage expectations be very clear with key, key stakeholders about what you know what you don't know aligning on you know the best possible way forward the next step and where you need to do some more investigation where you need more time and possibly even more budget so being super clear about the next step and aligned on that but then how the scope 
of this next step aligns with the overall vision and being very clear at the same time that this is a journey and we're going to have to figure it out step by step. This isn't easy to work towards progress. It requires that we that we learn to build relationships. It takes time and it takes patience to attain a certain a certain outcome. And that requires that we keep a level head, right? Because especially if you're measured, like personally, if you're measured against order intake or margin and you really need that next sale to come through or you need that next gig to come through for just for the money too, because, you know, your salary depends on that. So being able to keep a level head, even if you're you're playing the long-term game. My boss always says in sales, and I feel like this applies in general when you have skin in the game, that the highs are really high and the lows are really low. Because of this, my next key takeaway may seem ironic, <laughs> But I feel like if you want to play the long-term game, it's about trusting and surrendering. This is what to date helps me stay focused and not succumb to the stress and remaining and staying balanced is really this ability to, to trust and surrender. So surrender to me is the ability to acknowledge that part of the process is to let go of this feeling that we are in control of everything. To trust that the right thing is gonna happen and gonna come our way eventually. To say focus on the progress and the next step, but to detach from the feeling that we are in control 100% of the outcome. This kind of mindset really helps me tackle my days and, and deal with the deal with the stress but it really helps me especially when I'm in situations when things don't go my way and I feel like the lesson to be learned for the highs with me is to not identify with it either and to not internalize that either to not cling to an outcome or a gain or a sale or whatever it is you know that puts you into that oh my god life's amazing I'm winning and all this kind of stuff to, to like realize that your state of being how you feel valued is not dependent on getting that next sale you know your value isn't tied to an outcome that you produce or to a sales quota even if you're in an environment that measures you against that like keep that in mind because like yes i'll work hard towards that i'll work hard to attain my goal achieve everything that i that i want to but in my mind it's not what's going to sustain me it's not going to lead me to sustainable long-term success because if i focus just on that i will burn myself out because there's never a finish line there's always more. So to pace myself and to work towards progress more sustainably means I can't identify with the outcome. I really need to focus on my journey. You know, how am I building lasting relationships? How do people experience engaging and working with me? How am I supporting and enabling those around me? Am I having a positive impact? And what am I learning? So for me, it's, it's okay. Let's be smart and practical about attaining tangible goals towards my immediate next steps. And how does this tie into the overall vision I'm working towards myself? But then also remembering that human aspect, my personal growth and purpose in all of this. I feel like to me, that's way more important. So I try to stay curious and stay open. And of course, I'm seeking out sales opportunities, but I also seek out learning opportunities and try to stay focused on what's more important for other people that I work with or with customers and, and putting that at the forefront of my intentions. And it's really about keeping my mind open, not letting my goals or my quota turn me into this nervous wreck and an anxious person. So I truly try to approach my everyday with keeping this evenness of mind or striving for this inner peace, whether it's 
a low day or a high day and, and when I do experience the imbalance to kind of allow myself to, to feel all of the emotions so that I'm ebbing and flowing with everything and not holding on to emotions as if they were me. The highs don't last and neither do the lows. <laughs> and it's actually funny because a few years ago I was reading or listening to podcasts, I remember, but it was about these water tortoise tortoises, whatever they're called, and about how they swim to reach a destination. And apparently they don't paddle when the waves pull them back towards the shore, but they paddle when the waves push them out. And when the waves pull them back again, they use that moment, those few seconds to rest. And then when they've recuperated a bit, they go with the flow again when the waves push, they paddle. That's what I try to remind myself of on days when I'm like, okay, I've taken a step back. This is really frustrating. Remind myself that it's okay because I know and trust in myself to show up when it's time to paddle again. I try to humble myself because I know that not everything is up to me. I can't be paddling 24-7 to try and control that. <laughs> Rather, I can you know, use the time to rest and when the current pulls into the other direction again, just take that moment to breathe and recuperate and get ready to paddle again when the time is right. I'm still very new to all of this, but so far moving out here and working in LA is really teaching me to, to go after what ignites you. I see that in so many people, but also to be able to, to learn to take calculated risk by learning how to fail, fail better and, and building in space for it. It's super thrilling to have skin in the game, and but in doing so also a lesson about trusting yourself by showing up, acknowledging that you're showing up. And then how to keep momentum by focusing on progress, but also to practice humility. It's not all up to us. And that also means to not identify with your highs, but also not identify with the lows. The right thing will come our way. We just have to keep showing up and learn how to flow with the current. And finally, I think one last point that I really want to address is to not underestimate the power of people that surround you, how much they can influence you. You know, are they inspiring you to go bigger if that's what you desire? Are they supporting you? Do they want to see you win? Do they encourage you to try something new? Or are they, you know, without even realizing sometimes, without any malintent, holding you back and keeping you in your comfort zone? Because that's definitely been a game changer out here for me. You know, I've been surrounded and am surrounded by so many amazing people that have this go-getter mentality. And I really, really appreciate that. I was actually, when I was preparing my notes for this and thinking, okay, what do I want to touch upon? I was asking myself, what's the next thing that I'm excited to learn that I don't understand yet? I think what I don't understand yet is the person that I'm becoming. I came out here knowing my next job, taking this job, knowing what I was going to be exposed to, having a hunch for, you know, the type of lessons and stuff. And obviously taking this job totally changed my trajectory, but I don't know how LA is going to shape me and my vision. It's going to be really interesting to revisit this question in a few months or in a year's time when I'm a bit more settled. But yeah, these are the type of questions that are on my mind and I'm just super, super excited to continue this solo episode journey because it's it's just been such a beautiful invitation for self-reflection, which I just love to do any which way. I would love for you guys to reach out to me and drop a comment or a message on LinkedIn or Instagram, wherever you, wherever we're in touch, really, because I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode, whether it was helpful, useful, interesting, inspiring, and what other questions you may have as well. So thank you so much for tuning in. I look forward to, um, to speaking to you soon.